here's your host, Kevin Conover. Bring your time and bring your shame. Welcome to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. My website is join.educateforlife.org. That's 40 online classes defending the truth of the Bible. And uh, my guest today is uh, none other than Candy Carson. She's an American author and businesswoman. She is the wife of Dr. Ben Carson, a former neurosurgeon and 2016 presidential candidate, as well as the secretary of HUD. Candy Carson heads and promotes the Carson Scholars Fund, which she and her husband co-founded. She also co-authored four books with her husband. She carries a tri- carried a triple major in music, medicine, and psychology at Yale University in Connecticut. Following her graduation from Yale, she attended John Hopkins Carey Business School, where she earned her MBA. She is a former concert violinist. She has also been a conductor for the University of Maryland Medical Center, Chamber Players, and she is the mother of three sons. Candy, thank you so much for being on the show today. Well, it's great to be here, and, and let me let me disabuse because um, <laughs> of some notion because there's stuff that gets out and it keeps being replayed, and and I, you know once it's out there, I guess it's out there. But oh. I really was not a triple major. I was a double with music and and psychology, and I was pre med. I but I you know that some people might call that a triple major. It's not. I mean, it was just my okay. <laughs> and then I changed the course from pre med when I realized. Eh, I don't think that's where God wanted me to be, so I just ended up with music. <laughs> that's great. But but um, but yeah, just just to put that one that notion to rest, and it's probably something else I missed. But but um, it's in my book, so that's fantastic. And what and, <laughs> the truth? <laughs> to, uh, well, I'm glad you clarified there for us. Tell tell us the name of the um, the name of your book. Oh, a doctor in the house. Doctor um, in the house. It was released um, January of 2016, and um, it was it's it's kind of about our journey. Um, you know how my husband and I met, and how he's always been there for me. But some of the struggles and trials. I mean, everybody. You know, a lot of people think that. If you're in the public eye, or or if you're you know you've got this kind of blessing or that kind of blessing that, um, you know, you don't have any struggles. We all have struggles. So, you know, the thing of it is we're in a place, I mean, it is just so wonderful and it's such an opportunity Mm. to be born in this country. Mm, That's so true. So many people don't even realize how fortunate we are because when you're born in this country, it's not about where you are. It's about where you're going. If you put the effort into it in this country, at least the way it used to be and we're trying to get it back, but Mm -hmm. um, you could become anything God puts in your mind to do. That's really, it's the thing of it is, um, and I, I, I have an opportunity to speak to school children about this on a periodic basis when we open up our reading rooms around the country. These are, these are uh, rooms that are designed to entice children to learn to love learning. And they read for points, and then they turn the points for prizes, and after a while, they really learn to love learning. Each one of them is decorated whimsically and has old child-friendly seating like beanbag chairs and little Adirondack rocking chairs and alphabets all over the place, plenty of award-winning books. But, but the thing of it is, I mean, when they go in there and they can go into their own little world and develop themselves, they learn to love learning. And it's just so cool to be able to speak at the, um, at the programs they have and tell them the things I've heard my husband say for years as a neurosurgeon when he was on the speaker circuit since the 80s. Yeah, that's so interesting. Like, yeah, but he would say, um, you know, your brain is an amazing thing. If you have a normal brain, and most of us do, 
even if you don't have a normal brain, I'll, I'll, I can get into that one later too, but if, <laughs> if you have a normal brain, you can do almost anything because your brain can process 2 million bits of information every second. Yeah, it's phenomenal. 2 million B-Y-T-E-S's. <laughs> yeah, that is just... And you can't, you can't overload it because if you were to learn one fact per se- sec- second, and that's hard to do because it's hard to even conceptualize a fact in just one second, but if, if you could, then it would take you 3 million years to start to challenge the capacity, to wow. start to challenge the capacity of your brain. So, I mean, we're fearfully and wonderfully made. We're made for eternity. Amen. So, um, we, don't so, have so to worry, we don't have to worry about learning too much. Yeah, you, you, you don't. And, and, and then, too, um, some kids, and it's sad that, you know, most of us these days hear a lot of negatives, including the school children, when they should be hearing as much positive as they can. And that, that's what moms are for, but that's what any nurturer is for. Any, sure. any person that might have a little more insight into um, what life is about should be, be able to help anybody else that they see. Um, help them to understand, you know, that you're that that you're fearfully and wonderfully made. And if there's something that seems really difficult to you in school or some subject matter, um, in the newspaper or wherever, um, it's probably because you're missing some of the building blocks. And every subject is built on building blocks, whether it's um, reading, chemistry, psychology, um, ooh, physics, um, um, you know, whatever. Think about it. If you if you wanted to read and you knew all the letters except for A, E, S, and T. Oh, yeah. That would really mess you up. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, so, so you're missing those building blocks. But you, you put those in there and reading's a snap. And it's the same with algebra, geometry, all of the biology, all of those. So say you were out of school or you were moving to a different, different area. You missed some of the building blocks that way. Or maybe you were out sick um, a day or two and you missed building blocks that way. Or maybe you had a substitute teacher who that, that wasn't their forte, that particular subject, and they sure. couldn't break it down. So, so it's up to you to determine whether you're going to succeed or not. So people have to understand. I mean, yeah, you know, maybe you don't understand something, but let the teacher know. Or let, let the, you know, anyone that's in your sphere of influence, if they can't help you, then go to someone else. Um, and, and if they can't help you, most times they'll try to direct you to the right place. Yeah. You know, you know, sure, you sure. find that out um, because you can go to a library, you can go there. But but the thing of it is, and when I go speak at these reading room openings, you know, I can say, you know, everybody in this room cares about you because we put in a special reading room just for you so you can develop yourself to be the best you can be. So, um, Candy, you if, know, if telling the kids that is just uh, I, I get such a kick out of seeing those kids. That's great. And if up. somebody's interested in learning more about this, um, is there a website that they can go to to learn more about um, what you're doing? Oh, sure. It's CarsonScholars.org. Carson Scholars. And, and can anybody apply uh, to be involved with this, or how does that work? Oh, um, yeah, we accept volunteers all over the place. Um, <laughs> basically, um, you know, we, we encourage um, anyone of means if, they, if they'd like to donate um, a reading room at the school where they matriculated as an elementary school student mm-hmm. or middle school. We even put some in high schools. And I tell you, you know, in the high school, some of the kids aren't reading on level. So, oh, yeah. There, there's you know, a lot of kids that aren't. So, yeah, so uh, the state know, of education in our country is a big deal. And there's a, the, a lot of schools are not doing the job that uh, we would hope that they would do. Well, I mean, it, 
part of it is bureaucracy and, and, and you know, teaching to tests and things like that. But, but the sad thing is, you know, our kids are suffering for it, you know. Yes. And because our kids are who are our future, then that means our country will suffer for it. That's the truth. And, and we're seeing some of the evidence of that because, you know, our system of government was based, is based on a well-informed and well-educated populace. Mm, and if you don't and have people that are... And once you take that away... Yeah. 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 So, so that's why it's important that each and every one is, is educated to the best that they can be. So, um, you know, it, it's funny. I remember once, um, you know, running to a mom and, and um, you know, she was telling me how she taught her kids to iron at an early age. And I said, really? And she says, you know... I'm empowering them. I <laughs> say, you know, you're right. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> that That's great. I would do, but, but think about it. You help them to know that they can take care of themselves no matter what, yeah. whether they get married or not and so on and so forth. But she was teaching them at, you know, age 10 or so, yeah. you know, to do that sort of thing. And I'm, you know, cause, cause for, I, you know, I had boys and I just figured, yeah, you know, I won't bother with it as long as they're doing their homework and da, da, da. <laughs> but, but, but the thing with this, you can empower people. And the more you empower them with different types of knowledge, you know, the better, the better off they'll be as an adult. I mean, they can adjust to almost anything because they know they can do just about anything. That's so know? true. That's so true. It's the opposite of a nanny state or something like that where you're creating people that are dependent upon things like government or others. They're, they're becoming independent and then they become a valuable resource to others. My guest yeah. today is uh, Candy Carson and uh, she is involved with a national gathering of mothers, Moms March for America, which really has a lot to do with what we were just talking about. And we're coming up on a break here, but when we get back, I'm going to ask Candy why she decided to be involved with Moms March for America and also more about uh, what she sees this country needs, how it needs to change in order to become uh, a country that provides more opportunity and more uh, fulfilling lives for more people. We're going to be right back. Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teaching. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. What do leading local restaurants have in common? They depend on Express Fix Coffee for new and used coffee and espresso machines, repairs, and affordable monthly service. Dave Martin and his local team provide water filtration services too. Call San Diego's best espresso repair company, serving your home and business. Learn more online at expressfixcoffee.com. Call Express Fix Coffee at 619-867-3853. 619-867-3853. How can you live in San Diego and miss out on enjoying the water? Fast Lane Kayaking sells popular Hobie Cat kayaks that you pedal, not paddle. That means your hands are left free for fishing and fun. Just throw these on your roof rack. They're light and they're easy to use and maintain. Just rinse them off. Try one free on a demo ride. For 36 years, Ron and Debbie Lane have served San Diego with fun, family-friendly water sports of all kinds. Learn more. FastLaneSailing.com. 619 619- 
800-222-0766. When you need tires or service, count on Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service in Oceanside for a full range of affordable options in all the brands you trust. See their great customer reviews and special offers online. Hours Tuesday through Friday, 730 to 530, and Saturdays, 730 to 5. Call Dan and his team at 760-439-1631. Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service, 2405 Oceanside Boulevard in Oceanside, 760-439-1631. I will cast my cares on you. Thanks for listening today. This is Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. My website is join.educateforlife.org. You can pick up a recording of this program as well as many others. And uh, my guest today is Candy Carson, and she is um, involved with Moms March for America. If you want to check it out, it's momsmarchusa.com. And uh, uh, Candy, I wanted to ask you, why did you get involved with this particular organization? And uh, what is it that they're trying to... Um, what is the statement they're trying to make through this march? Well, you know, um, they they have a whole declaration um, when you go to the website, you know, of, of the things that, you know, we as we as mothers should consider, okay? I mean, when you think about mothers, and, and you think about your own mom, and a lot of us were blessed to have moms that were stay-at-home moms. Mm-hmm. Some were not, and, and actually mine was not, but she was home enough to make sure we did what we needed to do. Just like my husband's mother, she was away most of the time, but, you know, they, they worked things out together. But mothers, like, are, they're the primary makers of homes and the primary molders of the future of our nation yeah. because of that. You know, so liberty and freedom begins in the home. I mean, if, if you think about it, you know, you can... As I, as I was saying before, you're empowering people, and that gives them liberty and freedom to become the best that they can be. Yeah, so, I mean, absolutely. If, if, you, if you help them to have a full understanding of, of what life is really about, I mean, including why we're all here, you know, <laughs> you go back to the Bible and the mm-hmm. wisdom that comes from there. And, uh, but helping, helping everyone to understand that freedom really isn't free, it, you know, it's... It, that's why so many people want to come to our country, because yes. they have the freedom to make choices, to, to become whatever they want to be. I mean, in some countries, it doesn't matter how hard you work, no matter what you do, what you invest into, whatever you're doing, you cannot move from where you are. You know, whereas in America, it's not where you are, but where you're going. That, that's, it's, it's just such a wonderful concept and a wonderful idea that our founding fathers came up with and, and have enabled us to, to take advantage of. But um, some of that's slipping through our fingers. I mean, when you have the debt that we have, oh, my gosh, it's just, you know, that we're over 20. It's Close to 20 to trillion. Say. Yeah, it's unbelievable. 20 trillion, but, and, and it does kind of roll off your tongue. But, you know, when we were at 18 trillion, I remember um, my husband saying this a lot on the trail. So, I, you know, I got into saying it, too. Um, with 18 trillion dollars, if you were and, and it really it doesn't sound that bad. But if you were to try to pay that off at a rate of 10 million a day, 10 million mm-hmm. every day, it would take you 5000 years to pay that off. Wow. <laughs> and, and see, we're putting this on the backs of our children, grandchildren, and their grandchildren. That is not fair. 
you know, our founding fathers and everyone after them tried to make it better for the next generation. And here we are making it worse. Come on. Yeah. You know? and, and when it comes down to it, uh, family is so significant in this issue. And and that brings me to a kind of a question. Um, I mean, your your work ethic, uh, you can see through what you've done is uh, incredible. Um, where did you get your work ethic from? Was that from your parents or did you did that develop along the way or how did that uh, arise? When you say work ethic, what do you mean? I, well, I'm looking at your what you did in college and uh, how you were oh. a, a violinist and you did all these different things and it's and you got an MBA and uh, um, well, it's a lot of stuff. So, um, well, I don't know. I, I, my mom was a teacher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe that maybe that was my problem. <laughs> <laughs> She was constantly no, but, dr- driving you forward. Well, she yes, and 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 there were expectations. Yeah, and that, the thing is, you know, when you have expectations, high expectations, people, whatever expectations there are, people will live up or down to them. That's if you true. Shoot, if you shoot for the stars, maybe you'll land on a moon. <laughs> you know? There you go. You there you go. But but you know, will you will have you have will have made have made some type of success out of it um my mom was also um our church organist so she required that we play keyboard and something else and mm-hmm. so um you know we were we were shuttled around to do stuff she kept us busy so we didn't get into trouble I yeah think. And, that's and a we, good we, philosophy we didn't have time i mean like with my boys um with our boys um they started instruments a little bit late um, because we were on the road so much with my husband's speaking engagements. But um, when they started um, instruments, I was afraid to teach them myself because it had been so long since I'd been at that level. And I remember it was a painful experience listening to myself practice at the beginning. So I, And I, I really didn't want them to have to do that. But, you know, we did find a teacher that lived close by, and this teacher was so phenomenal. That's, I mean, a teacher can make, oh, such a big difference. That's so true, This yeah. man was so phenomenal. He had my kids reading music in three months. They could read music and play in tune on stringed instruments in three that's, months. That's, that's if incredible. You guys can, if you guys can read, we're going to play. So I started um, doing musical arrangements then. I, I, hadn't done, I hadn't done much arranging before then, but I started... Um, arranging, you know, writing, you know, uh, different types of um, interpretations of yeah. different things, and, and um, it was it was kind of fun to play together and and we practice. And I tell you, they knew that they had to play the music reasonably well, or else we weren't going we to continue. <laughs> that, that was their you know, challenge. Proceed. And I, one of the last things we did was um, one of my husband's uh, friend was getting married the second time, and and um, we were supposed to play at his wedding, and the night before. And we went to the, uh, the rehearsal dinner, and we got home by 11. And they had kept putting it off. They said, no, we can't practice. I got this. I got that. I got this. And I told I, when we got home, I walked in the door. I said, you know, we got to practice, don't you? And I said, yeah, Mom. So here we were. It's 11 at night. We practiced till 3 in the morning. Oh, because wow. Because we had to get it right. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> they, they knew the drill, and they kept putting it off. So that's what we did. We practiced till three in the morning. We had to leave at eight. Um, hey, you do what you got to do. Cause that's I was, true. I said, you are not messing up this woman's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> that would be horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing like no that way. to drive you forward for sure. Yeah, and they, and they, I mean, they were in high school. So, I mean, they, yeah, and they understood the drill. But you Of know, course, um, yeah. So I was going to ask you, um, you know, uh, with all this involved, and I saw, uh, I was reading a little bit about, uh, you know, Ben Carson and the involvement in politics. And I read something that said that you were opposed to um, your husband participating in politics until you became a grandmother. Is that true that you, you kind of changed that kind of changed your mind? That was part of it. I mean, there, there, 
but that yeah, that was probably the biggest part of and, it. And what about but one thing was because God, God was pointing him in that direction. Yeah, like when he, you know, he wasn't that particular about doing it to begin with. And he said, God, you know, I don't, I'm not all that enthused about this, but. If you open the doors, I will walk through. If you shut them, I will gladly sit down. And he kept opening doors. I mean, you know, the money started coming to me. He had um, over half a million signatures, um, you know, on petitions, you know, with people asking him. So he's saying, well, gosh, maybe I should think about it. And um, it wasn't something I was looking to do because he had just retired from medicine and, you know, doing the 12 to 16 Yeah, you're looking for days. a break. You're looking for a break, right? <laughs> well, I want my husband back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so are you... So, so we could sit down in front of the fireplace and just eat popcorn, you know? I mean, that's not something that would happen. But um, so, are you happy that he didn't that he didn't get the nomination? Then are you allowed to say that on the air? <laughs> no, I'm. You know, I'm. I'm. I am content with what where God has placed us. Mm-hmm. Um, I. It still was wasn't what I was. I had signed up for. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, it, you know, it, 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 you still. I mean, as as a cabinet member spouse, um, you know, there's no handbook. Um, you don't really know what you should be doing or what you shouldn't be doing. I mean, there's some things, you know, you talk with the ethics department, but, but um, still, you know, the kinds of things that you can or cannot do aren't always readily available. So that, that's, that, that's the only thing about being in Washington, D.C. and, you know, not having a, a really good idea of what things you can and cannot do. However, um, if something gets put on my heart and, you know, I pray about it and it turns out that, you know, that's it seems God wants me to do, I do it. So um, I ran into um, this, this uh, wonderful lady who's with the, um, she's the director of women's initiatives for the um, Museum of the Bible. Mm-hmm. And that's a new museum that's opening up in November. Um, oh, I've heard about this. It's oh, in Washington, D.C., right? So incredible, yes. You know the Green family, Hobby Lobby? Yes, yes. Yes, and they won that lawsuit the lawsuit they had where um, they, a, they, a didn't want to, they didn't want to um, participate in, in, a, in a particular health care program because it, uh, it, um, some of the funding would go towards abortions. And yes. they, they, yeah. they didn't believe in abortions because, you know, they felt that life is sacred. Once of course. It's conceived, then, then, then unless you can make another one, you shouldn't take one away. So yeah. anyway, um, they did win that. And um, um, turns out when I was doing a little research, I found out that the Green family was the... Um, they were the largest collector of Torah scrolls in the yeah, world. Yeah, that is incredible. I want to talk a little bit more about that when we get back. We're coming up on a break. My guest today oh, okay. is Candy Carson. She is the wife of Ben Carson, and she's involved with MomsMarchUSA.com. That's on September 23rd in Omaha, Nebraska, but they're doing um, online video and other things you can be involved with all across the country. It's incredible. So uh, if you're a mother out there today or not, if you want to support mothers, I encourage you to get involved. MomsMarchUSA. We will be right back. Before I bring my need, I will bring my heart.
Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teaching. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. Hi, I'm Marissa Conover, and I would love to help you buy or sell your home. I've worked as a realtor for more than 13 years, and as a San Diego native, my passion and experience will help make your move as peaceful as can be. Call me at 619-251-1577. That's 619-251-1577. Or visit conoverhomes.com. This is Throughout All Ages Ministry with Joe and Stacy. We would like to equip you to share the gospel with confidence in a biblical and effective way. We would like to teach you through the proclamation of the gospel. Whether you're the skeptic, God who created you said that he has made himself known to you so that you are without excuse. One-on-one evangelism. How do you think you can get to heaven? I've never really thought about it, but I've always thought of, you know, doing good. For more information, go to throughoutallages.com, like us on Facebook, or visit us at YouTube at Throughout All Ages. I'm giving it all away. Thanks for tuning in to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. My website is join.educateforlife.org. And if you want to pick up a recording of this show or any other shows, uh, you can go to my website. You can also uh, visit me on YouTube as well as on the podcast. It's on iTunes. My guest today is Candy Carson, wife of Ben Carson, and she's very involved with uh, politics. And uh, of course, her husband is Secretary of HUD. And uh, so... We're just getting her opinion on uh, what it means to be a mom in today's culture and how moms can influence the culture for good, um, supporting the values that this country was founded on. And one of the things that uh, is going on right now uh, with Hobby Lobby is they're uh, doing the Museum of the Bible in Washington, D.C. And uh, Candy, I wanted to ask you both about what's happening there, but also um, if somebody were to ask you as a mom, how do you instill a strong Christian faith into your family um, along with something like the Museum of the Bible, um, what advice would you give them? But uh, let's pick up on the Museum of the Bible. Okay, um, yes, this um, museum, primarily donated by the Green family of Hobby Lobby. Um, they did the initial um, investment. Um, it's an eight-building structure that's been renovated, and it is totally incredible. Um, there's a ceiling that's 140 feet long that's digitized so that you can see the Sistine Chapel there. Oh, wow, that's crazy. And then <laughs> five minutes later, it's, it's, it's kind of digitized into um, another form of uh, a, a, a biblical-themed artwork from around the world. I mean, it, just, it can change and change and change. I mean, that, that's one of the biggest things. I mean, it's just incredible. You know, the doors, I believe they're 40 feet tall, um, they look like brass. I, I wasn't able to get close because they had the... Um, now, is it open yet? Is, the, is this museum open yet? No, no, it opens... Um, I'm sorry, I, I should have said that before. It opens November 11th, um, excuse me, November 17th. Mm. And so on 11-17, at 11-17 in the morning, there's a bell that will ring. It's a replica of the Liberty Bell, it's tuned to the exact note, um, E-flat, the same one as the one in, in Philadelphia. 
And when that bell rings, um, the organization has coordinated with churches across the country for bells to ring wow, at the same time. That's Isn't fantastic. that incredible? That is incredible. But, it, but it's the third largest museum, but it, it's privately funded. Um, you can still get in free, but they do they ask for a donation. But, you know, if you don't have one, well, you're just going in. And they do have um, memberships that you can get online. But um, they'll ha- they have this, oh, gosh, I, it's called something like flyby technology, something mm-hmm. like that. It's mm-hmm. like IMAX, only it's in the round. It's all the way around you, 360 degrees. Oh. And... There'll be, I don't know how they film this stuff, but it's like totally panorama all the way around, 360 degrees. And it's like you can fly through Washington, D.C. You feel like you're kind of flying and you're going into buildings as you're flying and you can see um, scripture that's that's inscribed on walls, that's been chiseled into walls and things all over Washington, D.C. I mean, that kind of technology there. Um, They also have a place where in the children's area, they have very interactive um, where you can walk on water. <laughs> oh, great. That, and also one where you can be me. like Samson and not walls down. <laughs> that is <laughs> but so... But they also have, you know, like um, areas... Can you sink? Have, can you sink like Peter and like sink into the ocean? I, I you know, I don't <laughs> know because I haven't been on that and I and, and it was close at the time that I did the hard hat tour so I don't, I don't know but um, um, it's just... There's so many wonderful things there. And even when you walk in, you either get a little gizmo or you can put it on your phone. You input how much time you have and what you're interested in, and it will give you a self-guided tour. I mean, they've got it all planned out so that it's, it's a place where people can go to find out about our Judeo-Christian values. You know, there's a lot of people in our country who've heard so much negative they yeah. would never set foot in a church. Oh yeah, you there's go, our our culture right now is so skeptical and so antagonistic to uh, our Christian faith and to the Bible and yeah. and uh so as far as um you know uh, your attitude towards uh, how did you have such a strong faith uh, um in in God and then um what advice you know motherhood is hard uh, being a mom is very difficult. Um, what advice might you give to somebody, a young mother who says, hey, I'm afraid that my kids are going to um, lose their faith along the way? I hear that a lot. Uh, as a, I'm a teacher and I'm a Bible teacher, oh. and I hear uh, frequently pe- moms saying, um, you know, my kid is asking questions about God and I don't know what to say. And um, how, do you, uh, how did you go about influencing your kids' uh, Christian faith? Yeah, well, well, going back to your question about, you know, you don't know what to say. Yeah. I mean, you can always tell a child, let's learn together. Mm, that's a great it's answer. Okay. It, it's really okay to say that because, you know, you know, I'm not sure, but let's find out. You know, let, 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 let's find out. If there's something we don't understand, we can go to the pastor and find out. You know, so, I mean, and I remember Ben's mom telling me, you know, how did, how did you do so well? She was doing an interview mm. and she stayed on her knees and she's right. That's what you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, I mean it, in, in Proverbs it says, train up a child in the way he should go and when he's old he won't depart from it. And you know it's true. And if if you if you um, you try to try to go do things according to the way God would want you to, you try to listen to Him as much as you can. You know, if you hear something and and you're you're not quite sure, say, Lord, give me a sign. Well, He'll He'll come through with something. You know, He's He's pretty good about that. Absolutely, that's that is the truth. You yeah. know, you but, but reading. You know, you read. You we we would read together. Um, Reading through the Bible together, we would um, open the Sabbath together and, and then close the Sabbath too at the, at the end of the day. Um, you know, we, we took them to Bible studies and, and church as well. And, um, you know, 
always try to kind of look at the world through those rose-colored glasses, the ones that are that are colored by the Bible. Mm. Yeah, so you have a, a biblical perspective on things. Yeah. Now, now that, that's fantastic. Now, when you and uh, and uh, your husband got together, um, did you both have the same perspective on things like faith and so forth? Was was were you both Bible believing Christians? And uh, how did that all work out? That that uh, how did you meet um, uh, Doctor Carson? Um, you didn't read the book, did you? <laughs> I, I have not. No, I have to get that. <laughs> it's in there. That's what it's all about. Oh, well, so I don't. I don't want to give. It only costs no. No, um, no. <laughs> don't give it too much out. away. Don't give too much away. Just enough yeah, to, to so, tease our listeners. Well, when I signed the contract, you know, it, the, all the money for the book goes towards charity anyway. So I, I'm not promoting myself in this sense. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, we we met in college. We um, were both from the Detroit area and um, had to go away to college in Connecticut to meet. And uh, um, let's see, we. You know, we didn't hit it off at first. I mean, because there was—I mean, I was—I was just trying to make sure I—I I, I made it through the first year. You know, when you're when you start out in you know public school and then you go to a high-powered Ivy League university, it, you know, it's uh, there's a lot of challenges. And yeah. so, um, so I was just trying to make sure that I kept my scholarship and you know, and that uh, you know that that I made it through. And um, the second year, I think, was the year when we were recruiting for the school they sent us um they actually they would pay your way over thanksgiving we usually couldn't afford to go home over thanksgiving because we just didn't have the funds for it um sure so there were some of us poor folks that stayed on campus while everybody else went home and had a good time uh-huh. but anyway um that particular year they would pay for your pay your way well they paid for some of us you know to go back to our our home areas and recruit at um schools in the area so we did that, and during that week, um, we discovered we had an affinity for each other. So um, I, I won't. Um, there was a, a near accident where we almost died, and um, <laughs> on the way back. I did read about that. I did read and about we that. We were what? We just celebrated our 535th month anniversary. So 535 <laughs> months ago, we almost died, but God had something He wanted us to do, and that's why we're still here. So we're going to keep going and doing whatever it seems He wants us to do. That's really great. That's really great. Well, we're, we're right up here against a break, but I wanted to ask you when you come back, um, what do you think is the most pressing issue for moms and families in our country today? So when we get back, my guest is Candy Carson, and we'll give her a chance to answer that question. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teaching. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. This is Throughout All Ages Ministry with Joe and Stacy. We would like to equip you to share the gospel with confidence in a biblical and effective way. We would like to teach you through the proclamation of the gospel. Whether you're the skeptic, God who created you said that he has made himself known to you so that you are without excuse. One-on-one evangelism. How do you think you can get to heaven? I've never really thought about it, but I've always thought of, you know, doing good. For more information, go to throughoutallages.com, like us on Facebook, or visit us at YouTube at Throughout All Ages. 
When you need tires or service, count on Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service in Oceanside for a full range of affordable options in all the brands you trust. See their great customer reviews and special offers online. Hours Tuesday through Friday, 7.30 to 5.30, and Saturdays, 7.30 to 5. Call Dan and his team at 760-439-1631. Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service, 2405 Oceanside Boulevard in Oceanside, 760-439-1631. Do you have one-button espresso machines in your home or business? They make delicious coffee drinks, but they're not maintenance-free. Express Fix Coffee is San Diego's source for coffee and espresso machine repair, sales, and service. Call Dave Martin at Express Fix Coffee for new and used espresso machines, repairs, parts, and accessories. They'll save you time and money. Call Express Fix Coffee at 619-867-3853. Learn more at ExpressFixCoffee.com. There's got to be more. Welcome to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. If you'd like to visit me on YouTube, you can go to Educate for Life video. Uh, and you can also check us out on podcasts. we got all, all kinds of interviews. i got uh, former Muslims on the show, former Buddhists. I have a, a former uh, lesbian who talked about how she met Christ and he changed her life. She left, left um, the homosexual lifestyle. Recently interviewed Denise Schick, whose father told her that he wanted to be transgender at, when she was nine years old. And she has 13 years of experience uh, counseling and ministering to uh, transgender uh, families or people that are influenced or are um, impacted by somebody in their life who wants to be transgender. Also interview a lot of scientists on the show too. Recently interviewed Dr. James Tor, one of the top 50 scientists in the world who says evolution, uh, there's no evidence at all for evolution or that it could ever happen. And uh, as well as archaeologists who talk about their discoveries that validate the truth of the Bible. My guest today is Candy Carson. She is the wife of Dr. Ben Carson and uh, also uh, runs uh, their foundation where they um, help kids uh, to learn to, to have a love for reading and so forth. And she's also um, involved with the Moms March for America, which is being held on September 23rd. And that's uh, MomsMarchUSA.com. That organization really, uh, I'm just going to read their declaration here. It says, uh, they have a few things here that they're they're declaring. Our rights come from God, not government, and the Constitution of the United States was created under the inspiration of Almighty God to secure our inherent rights and the liberty for all people. We recognize, number two, we recognize the sacred role of mother as the heart of the home and home as the heart of society. Number three, mothers by their divine nature and intrinsic influence determine the future of a nation, mold its citizens, determine its institutions, and shape its destiny. Number, let's see here, that was one, two, three, four. Uh, We're on number four. Parents are, first and foremost, the primary teachers and protectors of their children in a free society. Uh, Number five, we affirm the self-evident truth that all men and women are created equal, endowed by the Creator with certain unalienable rights. And then the last one, freedom is a rare and prized possession which requires constant care and vigilance for its preservation. And so um, please get involved with the Declaration of Mothers. You don't have to live in Omaha, Nebraska in order to be involved. They've got stuff going on all over the country, and uh, I think it's a very valuable thing uh, that they're doing here. Um, and so, uh, Candy, I was, I was asking you, um, what do you think is the most pressing issue for moms and families in our country today um, as, as being close to somebody who's a part of the cabinet for, for Trump? Um, what are the things that you're hearing uh, are the things that need to change, and, and how do you feel about that? Well, that's a loaded question. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess you so. Know, 
because um, as you were talking and I was I was trying to think, um, you know, like you said, the most pressing thing, you know, our, our system of government is based on a well-informed and well-educated populace. I've said that before. Yeah. But, but part of that is learning how to think for yourself. Right now, we're living in a, a nation where the one business that's protected by our Constitution, the press, and they're protected because they're supposed to keep everybody honest. Mm. Now, we have uh, the, the mainstream media that has their own agenda, and they're trying to manipulate things. And what's sad is with so many kids being taught to the tests and so on, a lot of people aren't thinking for themselves and really thinking, is this really what would happen? Does this really make sense? Could this, could A possibly follow B sometimes? Mm. And should see, you know, C or D, is everything like in a row like it should be? They're kind of just accepting, else, accepting what they hear rather than uh, yeah, critically thinking about it. Well, yeah, and, and the sad thing is because a lot of it, I, I remember hearing, and I haven't seen the article, but I remember in New Yorker or something, they put something out saying that I was my husband's shadow and going around, I mean, I've... <laughs> Going around when he goes on his he goes on these listening tours to try to find out what's really happening in the trenches, you know, so that we know what really works, so that he knows. Excuse me, let me put it that way, because it really is about him. But while I'm there, I get to see so many wonderful things going on, and and, and all over the country, how people are coming together with public-private partnerships and mm-hmm. finding ways to, to to solve our problems with with housing and. And one of the things that, that he has um, been espousing is the idea of not only uh, finding out who's homeless, but then finding out why they're homeless. Yeah. And then also fixing that and using that once, once you take care of, of their homelessness, using that as a springboard so that they can take advantage of the American dream so that eventually there will be no homelessness at all. But, um, you know, the, the, it's, it's just that that kind of thing doesn't get out there because our mainstream media doesn't feel that that's newsworthy. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's... it's but, but it is. It's I mean, the so, conflict so a lot of times that sells, you know, right? Yeah. Instead of that. Yeah, well, it, and, and I'm, I'm not sure if it's the sponsors, if it's, uh, you know, who's at the top of these uh, media change, but but um, the thing of it is, you have to you have to look at more than one outlet and and try to get both sides of of any story because too often um, the stories are are just loaded with falsehoods. I mean, it, it's really sad that there there are some that are and and sometimes the news is opinion and you know they ask someone, well, what do you think so and so is going to do about that and what who's going to do and that's not news. You know, l- let's put some stuff out there about the good things that are happening. Also. Um, you know, that'll encourage others to do more. You notice in the, um, with the flooding, and it's really sad that, that we have to go through this, but, um, but it's bringing out the best in our people. Have you noticed that? How yeah, people uh, are helping each other? Yeah, exactly. And you know yeah. why they're helping each other? It's because these people's moms and dads showed them that that was the way. And then there's the positive peer pressure that for others that may not have had that experience, or, you know, they're helping out too, you know. So, that, so that's why it's important as moms that we need to try to instill the right things in our children. So that first of all, you know, they, they learn to think for themselves and they know right from wrong because it's, it's not 
someone's opinion. <laughs> you know, exactly. There yeah. is a right way and there's a wrong way. Now, there's some, some other ways, you know, and, and a lot of times, like when it comes to Washington, D.C., and, and, and maybe there's a goal there, you know, I think everybody pretty much really has the same goal if we're thinking of the constituents first then we want what's best for the country. But when, when, the, when something else takes precedent over that, then you have what we have now. And that's what's really sad is because a, a lot of our politicians um, are not, um, they're not really representing us. Yeah, they're not representing well. They're they're uh, oftentimes uh, self-serving, and there's that conflict, right, between uh, yeah. what's going to be good for me and what's going to be good for the people that I'm supposed to and represent. And they've legislated things for themselves, uh, perks and things, and it's really it's amazing um, some of the stuff that you see. But there's still a few I think you can get through to. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, it might be more than a few. I don't I don't know. I just know that. There are quite a few of them who have their own agenda, and they're sticking with the agenda over everything else. There are those who really do care about constituents, but maybe they've made some deals. I, you know, I don't, I don't know all of the history of it, sure. but, and I don't know everybody's, each and every person's background on it. But right now, um, most of the cabinet members do not have their deputies in place. And they're having to do all the work, you know, all the top level work themselves. And mm. so they're moving forward, but, but, um, but they're not moving at as, as, as a fast a clip as they could. And my husband finally got his first deputy secretary. It's not, I haven't been sworn in yet, but, um, so, so they're not at work, but, um, but he's still, you know, he had to learn a lot of stuff himself, you know, because, and I mean, and that's a good thing. I mean, he's, you know, he's saying that it has been good for him to, to know all the background, but. Then again, if you had your people in place, you could have been getting a lot more done. So yeah, it's, exactly. It's, it's kind of sad that you know that that we're at that place. However, we do have dedicated people in there now who care and and wouldn't wouldn't do it. I mean, why put yourself through the ringer like that? You know, it's and that, and that was one of the reasons I was saying don't run, don't run because. Why put yourself to the ringer? I mean, they're going to be saying all kind of negative things about you that yeah. aren't true yeah. and so on. But, but the good thing is we've got dedicated people who don't need the acclaim, who don't need the money and da-da-da, but they're willing to do what needs to be done to get our country back to where it was. That's fantastic. Well, uh, Candy, thank you so much for being on the show today. I really appreciate it. And, um, you know, uh, my wife and I will be praying very much for you and for uh, your husband as he serves in the cabinet and uh, just the support that he he needs through you. And um, we just thank you for what you represent. We're so glad um, that you're involved with our government. And uh, we love you guys very much. Love the fact that you love God and the Bible. And uh, that's your perspective. So, well, well, please pray for the whole administration because we've got some people that are getting snares and sniped at and all that, but they're really working hard. I mean, I, you know, I think of General Kelly and, and Karen and, and I, you know, I think of the Pences and I think of, you know, of course, Trump. I mean, he's, you know, he's getting a lot of fire. Oh, yeah. But, um, but, 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 you know, I mean, it's, it's not like he's not getting some things done. Um, um, Sean Hannity had, had a, on one of his programs, he was saying some of the things that he had gotten done that we weren't hearing about. And it's really sad that that's not out there as news, you know, yeah. but it's, it's just, it's, uh, but the good thing is we can think for ourselves and we don't have to just take whatever they say lying down. That's right. Out, and <laughs> That's make right. sure that you got a full understanding of what's going on because there are those who want to pull the wool over our eyes. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Well, thank you so much, Candy. Uh, again, thank you for being on the program today. 
And uh, Candy is involved with uh, Moms March for America. That's happening on September 23rd. Please go to their website, momsmarchusa.com. This is an opportunity for uh, moms who uh, love the Bible, who love God, who love their families, who... uh, you know, have these conservative values uh, to get involved in and to join together rather than working independently, but to team up, work together and to make a difference in this country. And um, moms are awesome. And so I hope you're having a fantastic Saturday today and uh, we will be back uh, next week also. So God bless you and have a great Saturday. Bye-bye. Take care. For 36 years, Fastlane Kayaking has helped people like you experience everything that's great about San Diego. Fastlane makes fishing and water sports fun and easy. Hobie Cat kayaks feature a popular pedal system, not paddles, keeping your hands free as you fish. You no longer need to tow and gas up a boat to experience great San Diego fishing. Call or come in for your no-charge demo ride, 619-222-0766, fastlanesailing.com. At Dana Landing Marine, Arena across from SeaWorld, 619-222-0766. Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teachings. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. Hi, I'm Marissa Conover, and I would love to help you buy or sell your home. I've worked as a realtor for more than 13 years, and as a San Diego native, my passion and experience will help make your move as peaceful as can be. Call me at 619-251-1577. That's 619-251-1577. Or visit Conover Homes.com. I will cast my cares on you. Welcome to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. If you're a homeschooling parent, I've designed a Bible curriculum just for your kids. My website is join.educateforlife.org. It's 40 online classes defending the truth of the Bible, lifetime access, and one price for the whole family. It's an amazing tool to help your children develop a strong faith in Jesus Christ and the Bible. And I just had uh, Candy Carson on the show with me and uh, the wife of uh, Dr. Ben Carson. And, you know, the Moms March USA is coming up. It's uh, not too far away here, September 23rd, Omaha, Nebraska. And they're doing an incredible job. Kimberly Fletcher uh, is the one who's putting that on. She's uh, homemakersofamerica.org. And the stats on uh, what moms, the impact moms have is amazing. Um, I was looking up some stats from uh, George Barna. He's a statistician. He's a, he does a whole, all kinds of studies, surveys, these sorts of things uh, on all, a variety of subjects. He's a Christian statistician. And uh, what's happening right now in our culture is that moms are battling between the pool to work and to um, or be at home. And that's a struggle. It's an ongoing struggle. Uh, this is what he says. Moms rank family as their number one priority and report that it's also their top time commitment. Seven out of 10 say family takes the lion's share of their time and no other commitment comes close. The nearest comp- competitor for time is career with just over two in 10 moms saying they spend most of their hours each week at work. 
Here's the biggest disparity between priorities and obligations. Moms rank career last on their list of priorities after family, personal development, church, and friendships, but second on their list of time commitments. So the significance, of course, here is that um, uh, it, it seems like from this study that moms want to be home with their families. Um, they rank that very, very high. Uh, and yet, uh, even though work is ranked last, a lot of them uh, have work as second in reality in their lives. So what you're looking at is this disparity where uh, work is, is less important to them, but they're, they're having to do that because they don't know how else to get around it. And I guess what I w- would like to encourage you moms out there is, um, that's a that's very difficult, and you, and you fathers too, right? Um, it's very difficult to try to make ends meet, especially if you're living in, in somewhere where homes are expensive and and uh, or rent is expensive. And so, um, but I really encourage you to reach out to your friends at church and other places. Just try to say, how did you make this work? How are you able to to do that? Um, because I'd like to be able to stay home. I've talked with different uh, teachers at my work um, who want to stay home with their kids. And they just really struggle to be able to do that. They're battling back and forth, but they want to be home, but they just can't figure out a way to make that happen. And I would just say, um, you know, the old adage, uh, adage, adage, right? I don't know what that is, right? Uh, where there's a will, there's a way. Um, and so uh, try to figure out a way to make that happen. Um, here's another stat from George Barna. He says, according to another Barna study, uh, women who are raising children are among the most faith-minded and spiritually active segments of the American population. The study explored faith-related activities, commitments, and perspectives relying upon nationally representative interviews among more than 10,000 adults and nearly 2,000 women who are currently parenting children under the age of 18. The study shows that more than three-quarters of moms identify family to be their highest priority. At the same time, a majority of mothers strongly agree that their faith is very important in their life. In contrast, fathers also tend to list family as their top priority in life, yet they are much less likely to equally attribute importance to faith. And this is an interesting thing. I think women tend to be more relational than men. Uh, and really, the studies show that this is the case. Uh, when men and women get old, the, the study I was reading said that women have on average five close friends. Men have on average, old men have on average a zero. And so what happens is men tend to be more intellectual and less relational. Women tend to be more relational. And generally speaking, um, they're less focused on facts and, and uh, you know, these sorts of things. And so um, the difficulty with a guy a lot of times is that he's looking for facts to go with his faith and uh, a woman oftentimes is looking for relationships to go with her faith. And um, and so my challenge to you guys out there, again, is kind of a self-promotion of, of what I do, but I teach apologetics. I teach um, why our faith is rational, logical, intellectual. And so... Uh, check check out my curriculum online. You can check out some of my radio shows. I interview um, all kinds of experts on science and the Bible and uh, plenty of scientists out there who say, hey, look at uh, science and the Bible go perfectly well together. And as you begin to, to explore Christianity and the facts behind Christianity, you go, wow, hey, the truth of the Bible matches right up perfectly with my faith. And um, Hopefully, then what happens is your faith is not secondary anymore. It becomes uh, an important uh, aspect of your life rather than something that's just on the back burner Um, because uh, God is real and uh, there's no denying that. There's no way to get around that. If you're a local to San Diego, um, 
We're having a debate coming up on September 26th. It's between Dan Barker, who is the president of the Freedom From Religion Foundation, and Dr. Andy McIntosh, who is an expert in thermodynamics. Uh, and uh, he's from Leeds in the U- United Kingdom, and um, he's a scientist. So we're going to have this dialogue between science and faith. Does atheism make sense of reality? Uh, does agnosticism make sense of reality? Um, God is intimately involved in our lives, and there's plenty of evidence to show that that's the case. So my encouragement to you, if you're a guy out there who says, hey, I need facts, not faith, um, there are plenty of facts to support the truth of Christianity. You don't have to rely on some sort of blind faith or uh, just uh, kind of guessing or hoping that Christianity is true. There are numerous uh, evidences for the truth of Christianity. I'll give you one of them for one of my favorites, uh, evidences for the truth of God, is that uh, a single cell, okay, that your your smallest form of life, a single cell, is made up of approximately 250 proteins. And those proteins are all arranged perfectly in order to make a single cell. A single protein, the proteins that make up life, are made up of 20 different amino acids. And so those amino acids have to be put together in order to, uh, just right, in order to make a protein. And then those proteins, which aren't alight, alive, have to be put together just right in order to make a single cell. The stats on this, you can look this up. Doug Axe uh, has done all the numbers on this. But the chances of a single cell, uh, actually a single protein, coming into existence by itself uh, with no uh, purpose or design and no creator is 1 in 10 to the 164. One chance out of 10 to the 164. Now consider that number. That number is gigantic. It's huge. Um, It uh, it actually surpasses the amount of uh, molecules in the known universe or the amount of seconds that uh, evolutionists say has passed since the Big Bang has existed uh, uh, or Big Bang happened, supposedly. So... This is not, we are not a product of chance. A single cell is not a product of chance. We're 10 trillion, 10 billion cells uh, all put together perfectly. Uh, We are not a product of chance. We are a product of design and very careful design. And uh, the God who made us is obviously extremely intelligent. And because of the fact that we each have personality, um, we also know he's personable. So I challenge you, um, take a look at my classes online, join.educateforlife.org. Take a look at them, uh, go through them. The first um, 10 classes is all about the science issues. We look at thermodynamics, cosmology, uh, what's called the anthropic principle. We look at genetics. Uh, We look at all these tough questions and we go, hey, which is more probable, that God exists or that he doesn't exist? And um, if you're a mom out there, I encourage you to get involved with uh, MomsMarchUSA.com. Uh, please get, get involved with what they're doing September 23rd. And that's Kimberly Fletcher, HomemakersOfAmerica.org. And uh, together we can make a difference in our culture. And really, um, the family needs to be the pillar of our culture. Thanks for joining me today. Again, my website is EducateForLife.org. You can pick up podcasts. You can pick up uh, the YouTube shows. All my past shows, over 100 interviews with experts from all over the world sharing about their testimony of Jesus Christ. God bless you. Have a fantastic Saturday. Bye-bye. Did you miss part of today's program? Don't worry. We're committed to helping you get the info you need. Okay, that was dumb. But for real, visit EducateForLife.com for podcasts and video recordings of the show and to sign up for the School of Unshakable Faith. Leave us your comments, compliments, questions, or concerns at 800-243-9719 or email KevCon at EducateForLife.com. That's K-E-V-C-O-N at EducateForLife.com. 